This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan, and I need y'all to get out to Buffalo Wild Wings in Irving. That's where we're doing the show today, 1200 Marketplace. Corey's already been doing giveaways in the break with mm-hmm. G-Bag flags, with cowboy stuff, but Miller Lite will be doing a giveaway for a pair of Cowboys tickets to the Thanksgiving game. That will happen today. The only way to be eligible for that drawing is to come on out to buffalo wild wings so hope you come out and see us the specifically the one in irving it is also a shout out friday from the 469 shout out to the frisco bills they're going to play against the wiley chargers for the championship game tomorrow and they're planning on winning that trophy that is the only way to go into a game with having that plan help me out here was that like kids or is that some sort of professional league? no no i think it's a, a kids league okay from the they should list their age you made it sound like fair enough like it's the lacrosse team that I don't know about here or something. From the, I think that's the Panthers. From the 817. Duncanville. First time seeing y'all in person. I got my wings, my flag, and some pictures. Can I get a shout out from my boys? Good luck in the turkey trot today. That's from Lucas. Absolutely, Dude, you can. Turkey trot. Have you ever done that, Mike? I've done it downtown. Yeah. The YMCA. It's not what I think it is, right? It's like a, a 5K. Okay. I think you can make it longer. I th- there's multiple ones that you can... Dude, I have no clue. What What do you think it is? A bunch of turkeys racing? No. I'm going to tell you what it usually is. Okay. I you're swear I thought to, that's what it was. You're trying to avoid dog crap on your uh, slow walk. I would say fast walk, jog. There's a million people downtown, literally a million people. So what we have done, and I don't know what annual one it is for us, we do a tu- turkey trot starting at our house okay and we get all the neighborhood people and sue my wife organizes it all the emails are out and we have multiple stops along the way so we walk jog for a mile and we get to a stop and there's like cider and snacks and water and then we hang out for 10 minutes and then we start our walk jog to the next house which is about a mile away and then they have other snacks and then we have about a half mile to a mile left and then we get to a person's house, and they have, like, uh, you know, all kinds of treats and eggs and quiches and everything. That's what I want to do. And yeah. so it's our own. You're invited, and, then, and your family's invited if you would like to. I'm not saying all the Tolos. Maybe we could, but we'll have to make more food. <laughs> <laughs> but Give like, us a heads up. It's a fun deal, and nothing against the YMCA one downtown. It's amazing. Raises money for uh, yeah. charity. 
but it's so busy, so crazy, so many dogs are pooping. I love too though that you're, it's a community thing too. Yeah. Like that's something that's cool is like our local neighborhood. We're uh, you know parking the garage in the rear area, you know, so we don't we don't talk to our neighbors a lot. Yeah, and we don't know them. But we've started during Halloween. Kevin was whenever we started going. Hey, we need to have some block parties. We need to get to know yeah. everybody. And I think that's that's a great idea. By the way, I did have this question regarding uh, uh, Doctor Sue. Do you call her Dr. Sue or Dr. We call her Bassick? Dr. Bassick. Dr. B. Interestingly uh, enough, we call the other one Dr. Beth. Yeah. So I don't know. That's her first name. I don't know why we follow different logic there. Change it up. Switch it up. See if it throws Dr. off. Dr. Sue and then Dr. Keys. Yeah. We, for some reason, we just say one last name just and one call first her, name. Just call her Sue. From see the, how that, if she gets mad. From the 469. she's fine. I didn't go to medical school to be called Sue. <laughs> is from the 469. So we're going to double up here. Can I get a shout out to my son, Josiah, and all the kids. I hope I did that right. And if not, Josiah. And all the kids at Rowlett Elementary School for their amazing Thanksgiving program last night. They were awesome. And it's a double up because it's that time again, fellas. Cowboys win because they will simply out-swag the Panthers. Dude, it's been a while <laughs> since we've swagged. I know, and Cowboys lose because we left too much swag on the field against those little Giants. Yeah, man. I, you know what? I think that I think swag's really the factor in this one, Kevin. I, let me throw this out there real quick. Cowboys lose because they don't have any swag, uh, or okay. they, they show up not remembering Arizona. So is sure. that going to be like Jerry's new thing? He's gonna he's gonna be like, hey, remember Arizona, and they're gonna have T-shirts and stuff like that for it. Like the you Alamo, can, you can buy little miniature and versions of Arizona <laughs> and all that stuff. That's I don't know. I don't. I could totally see Jerry saying, you know what? We're gonna make a calling card of this. Never forget Arizona. Oh man, that would be a bold move. That w that's how they. That's how I think they lose this game. They are physically, uh, roster wise, they are the better team at every single thing. There's no doubt about that. But if they show up, my human nature, if they show up and they're just like, hey, we're going to roll the ball out there and see what happens, then they lose. Cowboys win because the Panthers can't run the ball. The They run it very ineffectively, no matter who it is in the backfield. They're very ineffective at that, and that does nothing to help their play action at all, which a young quarterback definitely needs a lot of those types of things. They do very little movement. They're not very big on doing a lot of movement in front of Bryce Young because they're not trying to confuse him. Frank Reich runs a very boring offense. He has for quite some time now, and his quarterback factory is pretty much nothing. They got Phillip Rivers and Matt Ryan, and then he got fired. So I think that – that everything they do offensively is is very straightforward, A, because of the young quarterback, but B, because Frank Reich's not very creative at what he's doing. They're going to be forced to throw the ball a lot because they're going to be behind. I think the Cowboys are probably going to want to take the ball early and try and score early and make this young quarterback try and beat them from behind the entire time, and that goes right into the cow what the Cowboys are best at. Once now you have to throw and they know you have to throw, you're going to have to put the ball up in the air. Their pass rush is going to get to you, and they got guys that love to get the ball out of the receiver's hands. Now, I really like this because it has me asking at least one follow-up question. From the 214, Cowboys win because Dowdle goes crazy. Cowboys lose because the crazy plane lady delays their flight. <laughs> Do they mean, like, somebody who works for the airport or just a crazy lady? 
lady the, that's on the, the crazy plain lady that Choppy's trying ago. to get on the show. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, that to get the card, not real. to get the card signed. She yes. did a national interview recently, right? They caught so. up with her on TMZ. I know okay. that. And then there she did. You f- I didn't follow that at all. Did she explain why she was saying? I, I have to admit, I did not. She see said her legally interview. she could not. Oh, legally, because her lawyers yeah, were like, "Hey, yeah. you." Probably because she might lose her job or something like that. I'm assuming okay. is what, what what I would be. She was maybe she had taken something before she got on the plane. Uh, maybe yeah. I mean, that's just kind of what a lot of people are probably presuming. Okay. From the 817, shout out to my daughter Emma. I get to have our first holidays in five years. That is outstanding. And shout out to the 105.3 The Fan Crew. Y'all make driving on the road amazing. From your favorite lobster loving Dallas sports team loving listener. God bless everyone. I like that. He's here. Our lobster driver. He oh. was here just a few minutes ago. He not uh, the bus driver who came uh, in and we asked your him. Your lobster driver. Yeah, my, maybe Mike wasn't around that day, but he there was a guy that texted into the show and said he was driving lobster, or like he was delivering lobster. Okay, I think you remember I remember that? this. I think he's sitting over at the bar right now. He walked up and he was like, "By the way, I'm the lobster guy." And I was like, "What is up?" All right. So last night. First of all, Cowboys win because Bryce Young gets scared to death with this I defense. Can, I can see that. He just can't handle the pressure. And I guess also Cowboys win because Dak Prescott puts up the most unbelievable numbers in NFL history against teams like this. Like, he's usually four touchdowns, 300 yards. I mean, a lot of his great stats, and he's a good quarterback, come from games like this. And can I give you another one to kind of jump into that? And that's reflected in his season stats because I know a lot come from that. Dax has pushed the ball down the field, 38 big play passes of 20-plus yards. That's tied for third in the league. Good night. That's good. That's yes. a positive thing. That is very Kevin, good. Kevin, I just read this, and this is from a, uh, a reporter covering the Panthers, and he said that Frank Reich said they practiced the silent count this week because of the expectation right. that there will be so many Cowboys fans. It's a fans home game That they won't them. be able to hear, so that they practiced sense. the silent Count. My cousin lives in that area. He's a big Cowboys fan. I don't think he's going to the game, but there's a lot of Cowboy fans. Remember, if you really grew up there, I know it's been a while now because of the mid-90s, early 90s when the Panthers were created, but uh, you were kind of a Washington fan, or if you hated Washington, you were a Cowboys fan. So there are a lot of Cowboy fans that are in their 40s and 50s that just grew up there hating Washington and loving Dallas. And the Cowboys lose because this is the only thing I can come up with. Carolina wins the turnover battle by three or more. <laughs> oh, that makes sense that to me. Be, so that would be a lot of concentration yeah. in my yeah, mind. Yeah, so obviously let's just say Carolina creates three turnovers and the Cowboys create zero. I do think at that point that gives Carolina a legitimate chance to maybe win this game. They did recently just beat Houston, who Houston's coming on strong. I know they have a rookie quarterback. But that on is there. a crazy – that game is a crazy anomaly, but yeah. you're right. Yeah. It happened. By the way, uh, Frank Reich did say that uh, that if LaVishka Chenault is active, they'll gradually increase his workload. So, Mike, your cards aren't going to shoot up this week, the, that collection that you have. He's a good returner, uh, though. But, uh, but, it, but, it, but gradually, maybe by the end of the season, you'll be able to get those up. Right. I know. From the 972, shout-out to my uncle, Lee Wigington, the head coach of the Allen Eagles. Big playoff game tonight against Arlington Martin. Let's go. And then from the 682, can I get a shout-out for my son, Pierce, today? He received the gratitude award from his school, Dove Elementary. That is... 
is very, very cool. I have one kid that is getting out today at noon. Are kids getting out today early because of Thanksgiving? Avery just texted one, me and said one he's kid leaving no matter what. It's 3 p.m. The other kid is noon today. So I'm wondering if a lot of kids are getting out early today. Which is wild to me because I remember, and look, I'm old, is you got a half day on Wednesday and you were pleased with it. You were so pleased going into Thanksgiving. Oh, we used to, we had Wednesday off. Oh, you got the whole day I off? I believe, I think so. I thought we put, went to school Monday and Tuesday, then we had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off, but you might be right No, about uh, that. I'm just, we did not because I remember. And Garland and Duncanville are very close in public schools. We probably had the same rules. And I remember it because my mom would always pick us up as soon as they took attendance because she didn't ever want us to be absent. So she was like the person who was always like, I don't feel good. Hey, get to school. You'll be all right. She's shoving all the, the ibuprofen, yeah, Motrin. She's exactly. like, just take some of this. Get that uh, temperature down real quick. So mine, the Cowboys win because the Cowboys win because the Lion always eats except against the Giants. So I think that Micah is furious and starving. And he is going to take out all the aggression of his stat-free Giants game and wreck shop against the against the Carolina Panthers. Or as DallasCowboys.com put it, Bryce Young will be a young gazelle walking through the savannah. Okay, but hold on. Do you think Dan Quinn's going to let him? Yes. Why? You know If why. Dan Quinn's like, look, I'd rather you just lay back, play some more coverage this week, next week we really need you against Washington – or in a couple weeks, we're going to need you against Seattle and Buffalo. and d So I just need you to kind of lay back a little bit. Look, I hear what you're saying, and that makes a lot of sense. My interpretation is Micah Parsons is a hell of a football player. Good Lord, I'm so glad he's on this team. But I also think he cares about his statistics, which I don't think there's anything wrong with that as long as you're not sacrificing that for the betterment of the team. And I'm not saying he's doing that at all, but I do think he cares about his stats and sees this as an opportunity to pick up a couple. Yeah, no, and, and you know, have a four-sat game would be awesome, right? You know, that that, would that's be something incredible. Really, he would probably really uh, feast on. And then you can get him out by halftime and move on. That's what, hey, that's what I said last week, sure. Kevin. and it was I 28 it, to nothing. I would have walked into that game if I'm McCarthy telling everybody, look, you guys get done, we can be done by halftime, and I'll move everybody out. And same thing this week. Y'all want to be done? Let's get done with this thing early. But y'all got to do your work in the first half. And then Cowboys lose because Adam Thielen has 68 catches this year. And a bunch of those have been to convert first downs. I think that that might be the way that they have to chip at the Cowboys defense first down by first down as opposed to big chunk plays. And not only could that keep them moving down the field, that will shorten up the game. And that's inherently something that the Carolina Panthers should want to do going into this game. So I'll look at Adam Thielen having a humongous day as being the reason that the Cowboys lose. Ah, Will. Kevin, I want this game to be short. I want this game to just fly by. I'm going sure. to be at Old 75, uh, off 75 in Richardson. And I want the, the everybody there to be focusing on other games with the Miller Lite Hall of Fame trailer that's going to be out there as well. Ooh. I want people to be like, you know what? This game's over early. Let's just enjoy some drinks, some great Miller Lights while we're out here. I like that idea. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan, live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Irving. Coming up next, we got a stacked expressway. We're going to do Mike Likes It. Uh -oh. All the MLB, MVP info, and a different way to add to the Rangers roster. Would you consider this trade? All of that, and maybe even Deron Bland next on The Fan.
Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. So we got a variety of things happening in the expressway right here on 105 through the fan live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Irving. I've gotten to meet all kinds of cool people today is I want to start with Corbin Burns and then I've got some other baseball stuff that I want to go through. And I know we got Mike likes it coming at you and it's a lot. You took away baseball nuggets from him. Uh, to have I, that's Jerry, Jerry Jones on, that took that and away. And now you're trying I'm, to take all the baseball content. I'm out cool of his with it. I actually have uh, a football question in Mike likes it Ooh, about the Cowboys this. schedule. It's okay, freaky, it's Freaky Friday here. <laughs> it usually is. It usually is. So I was flipping through an article by the Athletic, and specifically, I wanted to see. I know we focused a lot on a different player from the Brewers, and we've talked about that for. I want to say the last two weeks. Yeah, people are just now starting to catch on to it. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's usually how it goes with the content on this show. Is I was looking at The Athletic, and they threw out this trade idea for Corbin Burns. And so I wanted to know if this does anything for you. So we start with okay. Leody Tavares, because that would then facilitate, as we've kind of discussed, Evan Carter going to second, and then depending on center. how. Uh, center, I'm sorry, yes. Now, that would be a drastic change. Evan Carter going to center, and then Wyatt Langford, theoretically or soon, bouncing into left field. Leone Tavares, Justin Foscue, and then perhaps a pitching prospect like Josh Stefan. I don't know a lot about Josh Stefan, to be honest. Sure. I need to know what level and all those things, but... I, I hate doing this or saying this because Leody did mean a lot to that championship. If Dr. Meister, which is the Rangers' somewhat team doctor slash surgeon, if all the team doctors cleared Corbin Burns and said he's going to have, as far as we can tell, no issues from having to miss the 2023 playoffs for Milwaukee, and he's going to be just fine next year, I would probably do that because I think we saw how important starting pitching can be. And in a way, I'm not saying Leody Tavares is expendable, but you did have a draft pick that in two months looked like he could be an all-star or a rookie of the year yeah. candidate pretty soon in Wyatt Langford. Yeah. So I would be very interested in that as long as I get a lot of good medical stuff and nothing against my buddy Brandon Webb, who we had on during the World Series. Brandon Webb, Cy Young, and finished in second place yeah. in three straight years. It's yeah, incredible. The Diamondbacks were about to give him a three-year major extension. And after all the MRIs and all of the doctor stuff that you have to do before really officially getting that extension, the doctor said, we don't recommend Brandon Webb. You give him this contract because we think there could be issues down the road. And obviously there was after those three tremendous years, and I believe one more, uh, where he wasn't a Cy Young candidate. That was it. His career ended. So I would just want to make sure before I made that trade, I wouldn't, nothing against Prince Fielder. 
I wouldn't want to make another Prince Fielder trade where we traded an all-star in Ian Kinsler and got a very hurt product that was not able to produce for the years that you traded for. Kevin, what, like, based on that, he's, Mike was saying, 100% Dr. Meister's like, yes. And I know it sounds more like it's, it's the recommendation of I would or I would not. Like, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. But if he came to you and said, look, there's a 30% chance that, no. he, that some 20% no. chance. No. Just because he's only under control okay. for this next year. And so it would be different to me if it was like he's under control for three more years. And then it's 20 percent. I'd be like, OK, well, we got some wiggle room here. But no, I, you're, that's a great question. With one year, uh, no. And here's the other deal, too. I don't know this. I'm trying to look it up as fast as I can on Corbin Burns. I'm trying to figure out who his agent is because I've heard like the Josh Young situation. Rookie of the year candidate, had a great chance to win it until he got hurt. Uh, but I know that working out a long-term extension with Josh Young this offseason or next offseason, is he Scott, is Burns also Boris? He switched, to, he switched representation in March to, to Scott. Oh, okay. We're so getting you, ready. So you're screwed on this because what, <laughs> I would, what I was hoping and thinking about is, all right, you know you have him for one more year, but can you work out a five- or six-year extension this offseason so you're trading for a guy that you're going to have for a long time. Scott Boris does not do that unless you get to probably like Garrett Cole contract numbers. So he's 29 years old, and he just turned 29. So he should be in his prime. Most pitchers' primes are 27 to 32 years old. That's about their prime. But I'm thinking about this, Kevin. You have Avaldi on a one-year deal coming up. You have Scherzer on a one-year deal coming up right now Montgomery's not on your team because he's a free agent so you don't know about him John Gray has two years left on his deal yep they're not going to bring back Martin Perez and if they're bringing him back it's probably more as a long reliever than one of the five sure. starters Dane Dunning you have for a while Jacob DeGrom who's probably not going to pitch next year you're hopeful in September he can pitch he has three more years on him after next year so I should just say four years I just wonder I would make that trade and feel okay even if he signed with another team. But my hope would be that you could sign him to a long-term deal. But he's going to go to free agency with Scott Boris. Kevin, I was just you saw the name I was looking up. I'm doing the same it's thing. another one-year person. Brandon Woodruff yeah. is another Brewers he's name that John Morosi says that yeah. multiple teams have reached out. And he's a, he's a fantastic starting pitcher arbitration next year and unrestricted free agent the year after that okay can i you can't just add him for nothing sure. i talked about this for two weeks two weeks ago i talked about this when this article came out right at the end of the world series is i said let's go get devin williams yes yep. right so i don't know this and i don't know he has two years left remember he has two years left till he's a free agent i'm wondering whether it is woodruff whether it's burns package if you, it up if you added devin williams to this and you got one of the best closers, if not the best closer in baseball. Let's Devin Williams might be the best closer in baseball. He's in the conversation as the best closer in baseball. And then you got another premium starting pitcher. Now it's going to cost you more. Yeah. But um, I would be excited about this. I just need doctors to make sure that everything is good, that I'm going to get to your point, Kevin, at least – 25 starts next year if not more i don't know if y'all know the answer to this might might maybe you do with arbitration 
can they be traded before arbitration's done and then the Rangers have to do arbitration with yes. them? Yes. That's that, okay. And the Rangers right. never because do arbitration. You have, you have control. And, and almost nobody really goes to yeah. court. I mean, it's one to two players a year yeah. that there's such a difference that you're willing to destroy the player's reputation in the organization. Do they do that in Napoli? <laughs> it's really weird. They're like, here's Corbin why this Burns, player's yeah. no good, and we want to pay them less. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's say you throw out that deal, and I say I need Ezekiel Duran and Jack Leiter. So now we're talking about, in this combo deal, yeah. Leody Tavares, Justin Foscue, Josh Stefan, Ezekiel Duran, and Jack Leiter. That is an effing haul. It is. But um, you're getting back two stuff excellent. You're getting back arguably use. the That's best fair. closer That's in baseball fair. for two years, and then you're getting a starting pitcher for a year. It's tough, but you've made your team a lot better. Let's let's not. What is Jack Leiter going to do in 2024 for the Texas Rangers? I ask that question to you guys. Um, he might be a reliever in the back half of the season. Yeah, there, maybe he hasn't done anything yet to get you know the the discussion for starter yet. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I, and I mean, when he goes into spring training, Mike, he's probably going to get a, a couple of flashes and then sent over to the minor league fields. I'm going to answer this question and throw it to you guys. I'm a, I'm I'm optimistic that Duran is going to be able to bat 255 next year with 20 homers and 70 RBIs and 70 runs scored for the Rangers. What's the value of Ezekiel Duran to you for the 2024 Texas Rangers? To me. I'm optimistic he's about Duran as an excellent, excellent bench player. Okay. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm, he's he's dispensable. He's, yeah. in my opinion, because I think you can you can move him to somebody I, else for something. I don't think they'd want to do this. I would try to. My opinion here, nothing against the guy. I would try to keep Ezekiel Duran and put Josh Smith in the deal instead. Oh yeah, you want to work something like that? I'm totally down okay. if they'll take Josh Smith because that's my a hands. drop off that you're sending back, but you're still sending back. Josh a Smith lot. better defensively. Ezekiel Duran better offensively. So I want Ezekiel Duran to be my backup infielder because he's second, short, third. He can play the outfield. Josh Smith does all those things better. Defensively, Josh Smith does everything better than Ezekiel Duran. But offensively, I have optimistic expectations that if you don't get something done this offseason with Mitch Garver or you brought up Justin Turner yesterday, who I think the Rangers are interested in, if you don't get anything done with Shohei Otani, obviously that is a wide-open spot for DH. And I think Ezekiel Duran can be a good DH for you. You are going to have to live with swings in his discipline at the plate. But I'm going to lean towards yes. I'm going to lean towards yes on your trade scenario. Okay. Milwaukee's an interesting situation for the Rangers. I say to take advantage of, but to possibly uh, help out your championship team without using free agency to do it. Now, I want to throw this out there because I, I definitely think no, but maybe the Rangers evaluated differently from the 3-2-5 instead of Leody would Adolis be expendable. He was one of your, if not your number two playoff hero th- on your way to the World Series, and he just won a gold glove. I think he is a fan favorite. I'm not saying that you have to run your organization by yeah. things like that. I just do not believe... They will get rid of him. So I'm with you. I think it would make Ranger fans sick if Adolis Garcia isn't on the 2024 Texas Rangers for what he just meant. Yeah. But here's the other side. I'm throwing out the other side for you guys to talk about. Will Adolis Garcia ever have more value in his career than this offseason? I don't think so because he still has 
three years of arbitration, right? Three, yeah, three so years of control. Left. He's under three years of team control at a super affordable price. And now... And what he just did in the yes, playoffs... exactly. Teams would say, we just got that guy, he's Adoles a hero. Garcia. He's now, a superstar That being right said, would you rather, instead of... Your first deal was Foscu, Leoti, and a pr pitching prospect. Yes. What if you could keep... I'm throwing this out here as a... You keep Foscu, and I don't know if Milwaukee would want to do this. They probably honestly want the younger players. What if you keep Leoti, keep Foscu, but it, it's a Dolis and a pitching prospect instead of Leoti, Foscu, and a pitching prospect? No, thanks. I'm a pass on You're that. You're going to need to give me something very significant to get a Dolis out from me now. Well, you're getting Corbin Burns, who's... Yeah, he's that's cool and everything. He's 45 and 27 yeah. with a 326 uh -huh. ERA that's in his really career. Good. Sounds good. He won a Cy Young in 21. <laughs> yeah. He's a three-time Sounds like Corey's out. Oh, you're going to have to throw a mansion in here, Mike. So Here's far in his last four years, oh, this is what he's done in his last doable. four years. Cy Young finished sixth. Cy Young won. Cy Young finished seventh. This year, Cy Young finished eighth. And that's a heck. I mean, I agree. Corbin and Burns, you have to admit this, is way more valued in Major League Baseball, if healthy, than Adolis Garcia Probably so. Is. I would agree with I will. I will add this, though. And I don't know how, how often you get to see this. I know Corey Seager is a big-time hitter. Yep. Adolis is maybe the most clutch hitter we've seen since Ortiz. Like, uh, to have a dude that, that wants that playoffs, presence, yes, wants we'd that have moment. To he wants to be on at, at the plate whenever the, everything's yeah. on the line. You want him there. Uh, I would rather have Seeger up. In my opinion, if you're asking me right now if I could pick my player, which you can't in baseball, obviously you can in basketball, right? Who do I want the ball in the hands of, Luca or Kyrie? You get to make that decision on the bench with 15 seconds to go. If you're asking me, I get to send up a hitter with the game on the line for the Texas Rangers. I'm sending up Corey Seeger easily over Adolis, but I'm not trying to take a shot at Adolis. Me too. Who, who are you sending up next, though? Adolis is, is second on Adolis is yeah. the, And that's what I'm saying, Mike. Having both of those, let's just, just stack up the World Series championships for the next 30 years. I think I'm with the, you guys. I, I'm a, that's the only reason I'm saying, yeah. like, I have two guys that are legitimate. Again, I say Ortiz because that dude always seemed to come up in those big moments for Boston whenever they needed him. He's a guy that I want to play. He, can put it, he, he might put it out of the park to win a game for you more often than not. Now, I wanted to take Even it, if he had four strikeouts in the entire game but you, up until that point. You are, I think what you're saying, Kevin, and what I'm saying, whoever it is, you are in a situation. This doesn't sound good when we say it. You are in a situation to trade either Leoti or Garcia yep. this offseason and not feel like it is hurting your team tremendously if you're adding something yes. to your team that is a weakness. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Were y'all surprised last night, not at who won, but that both of the MVPs were unanimous. I did not necessarily think the National League one was going to be unanimous. Yeah, I was surprised at unanimous for Acuna, but I thought he'd win easily. Yep. Can we have a one-of-one -one card now for Acuna? Now, I'm glad that you brought that up. Is Thanks to our very good friend Eric, we did get a one-of-one -one Ronald Acuna card, and wow. it's signed by the artist, and there's a certificate of authenticity that comes with the card. It's like a, It looks like a painting, but it's a card. I'm it's excited. freaking incredible. And then if I can tell you more card stuff just real quick, this is super cool, is Topps is still doing their buyback program. So if you have a base card from Topps Chrome from this year of Acuna or Shohei Otani, 20 bucks in store credit. And so R.J. Dukes, where we'll be on Monday, 
they're one of those official top stores, okay. and I've been saving my base cards of both of those guys so I can roll up in there with 40 <laughs> bucks in store credit because you know that's what I like to do. Monday, R.J. Dukes in McKinney. That should be fun. It, sh it will be very they're fun. R.J. Dukes. He's the best. He's great. The shop is great. It's a fun place. We, we've done it on Black Friday. Obviously, yes. we'll be at Buffalo Wild Wings, I'm assuming, next yes, Friday. Yes, in Addison. In Addison. So that's why we couldn't do it on Black Friday. So uh, this Monday – a lot of kids have off of school. Yep. Like, please come out and see us and uh, enjoy it. And then, obviously, tomorrow we'll be at TC. Trading Card World yes. in Dallas. If you need any more reason, so Trading Card World is going to be awesome tomorrow. If you need any more reason to come out to RJ Dukes on Monday or just see him in general, this is what he says about Peace-a-thon. He gives us a bunch of stuff and then says, if you get something better, let me know and I'll beat it. Okay. And so, like. Like, he'll leave? No, no. Not, not that kind of beat it. Not scram. Okay. He'll give us more he'll stuff. He'll have a dance off with you? I, I don't want to rule beat that it. out. I do kind of want to see that. The, with, the show, uh, with the Otani yep. win, I think, we, I think we all, you know, we're expecting it even though we hated it. You know, because Seager had such a really good season this year, too, in addition to what he did in the postseason. He was the, val the most valuable player for this team for sure. But the did you see uh, when he won the award? He was just hanging with out with dog. his dog, and there was like this clapping and everything. And I was like, man, it just seems so isolated uh, for that guy. But maybe that's his life. That was one of the most beautiful dogs I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> everything in the house was beautiful, man. The whole yeah, place it's like, was. It's like people give him money to play sports. <laughs> and about to be a lot of money. So he wins his second MVP. I do believe now only player ever to win two unanimous MVPs, which is wow. crazy. But then, what the only you, reason he hasn't had three in a row is because Judge hit 62 yeah, home Yeah, that is very true. Now, check this out. This is an article from Evan Grant. Shohei Otani may be the unanimous AL MVP over Corey Seager, but we got it wrong. And he's including himself good because he's one of the voters in that. And his first two sentences, winning matters, period. At least it should, period. And so he's saying himself along with the other writers okay. got it wrong by going Otani over Seager. It's just so difficult, Mike, to ensure that the guy who is the most valuable player is on a winning team because there's so much more that goes into it uh, when it comes to I can't control that my pitchers stunk and my pitching staff stunk and my team yeah. decided to sell. Baseball is the least influential by one player in all of sports, in team sports. I mean, when you think of hockey, and I'm getting to know hockey more, obviously there's line changes. But uh, a guy like Heiskanen Heiskanen is on the ice. One of the most – he's on the ice more than almost every player in the NHL. Yeah. I'm not saying that he impacts the wins and losses as much as But it's still about a Luka third does. of the game-ish. Right. But literally the best player on the best team is getting four at-bats a game. Yeah. Is maybe getting hit the ball to his position four to five times a game. And that's – you know, a lot for defensive, making defensive plays. And how many of those plays are going to be game-changing, great defensive plays rather than you just caught the fly ball or you caught the ground ball and you threw it to first? I understand what Evan Grant is saying. I will, I will agree with this. If Evan Grant is saying that Otani shouldn't have been unanimous, I understand. But you don't know. If we all three have votes, yeah. we're not looking at each other's votes and go, hey, Two of us, let's vote for Otani. No, no, One no, of no. us, let's vote for Seager, so at least Seager gets that some credit. That is not what he's saying. I understand that he's he saying said, Seager should have won. I think that that's yeah. hindsight 2020. He voted the right way. My opinion, Seager, if he wouldn't have got hurt, his numbers, I think, would have gotten him the MVP. 
but I mean wouldn't have gotten hurt. And I'll even give this, if he wouldn't have got hurt that second time. Yeah. Because um, yeah. if you give a, if you do that and he just missed early and then played throughout the whole stretch of August and September and was pretty darn special, I'd have said you could have had a better case for him. But when he got hurt in, was it early September? I think I'm, that is if, correct. If I have my dates right, that was when – the, it ended because there was a little bit of momentum. I remember the momentum happening for Seeger because Otani hurt and then Seeger got hurt and it was like, dang it, that ended Seeger's maybe upset chance. Now, Texas Rangers got 29 of the 30 second place votes with Seeger taking 24, Marcus Simeon taking five, and then what do you know? Kyle Tucker from Houston. I thought that got was laughable. The, got the other the Houston, one. I thought that was very laughable. The Houston guy. Just hey, the worst. There's a guy. You shouldn't be allowed Sandler to will know. Sandler yeah. will know the guy's name. I'm just Alec not, told us yesterday. I'll look I'm it just up. not crazy enough to look it up and care. But, yeah, he didn't vote for any Ranger for anything. Didn't matter. Didn't vote for Bochy. Jesus Ortiz uh, from R. Esquina. Uh, Chandler Rome was the other one, so it could have been one of those two guys. So Seeger finished the second, Simeon third, Adolis Garcia fifteenth. In case you wanted to know that in the MVP but guess what, voting. Kevin? Guess what? They got that nobody else got this. They year. all finished first. World Series. Can you imagine next year that you're that's have right? Your first, second, and third place MVPs in the American League all in the same lineup, and then two rookie of your two top rookie of the year candidates in the lineup. That's Wyatt Langford and Evan Carter. Okay. I would like to see next year if we get Otani and Lankford gets called up and is having a great year and Evan Carter is doing what we saw him do in the playoffs. We trade Otani? No. Oh. What? If, if they change the All-Star game to the Texas Rangers versus the <laughs> National League. <laughs> Man, look how far down the, the road you I already mean, you, are. You're going to need the catcher. Bochy's already the manager. Bo- Bochy's the manager. The, that's, uh, that's official. Yeah, He's going to just make some scratches. How are we doing at first base? We're going to need first base to Cole be Schmidt. taken care of. What did you just Goldschmidt. Say? Interesting. Right. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Food to Fan, live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Irving. Don't forget, you got that pair of Dallas Cowboys tickets that Miller Lite is going to give away for the Thanksgiving game. Yes, this one coming up. Now it's time for Mike Likes It. Kevin, I brought this question up to you yesterday. By the way, Baseball Nuggets was brought to you by the Diamond Factory. I love the Diamond Factory. but uh, We to had make a sure. couple shows there. It's very nice. Yeah, to, to get that in is... I was thinking about the Cowboys' schedule. They're playing the Carolina Panthers. They're favored by 10.5. I feel like it should be 30.5, but <laughs> I would bet. You wouldn't on, take that, right? If it was 16.5, I would still bet on the Cowboys. If it got to 17, that's where I would go. I'm, I'm not going to bet. And if it got to 20.5, I would bet on the Panthers. Okay. I would say, all right, at, at now if they got to win by 21 or more, I would take the Panthers to cover that spread. But I was thinking about the Buffalo Bills as they fired Ken Dorsey. They are in turmoil. They're playing bad. You do play them later in the year. And hopefully they're playing as bad as they've been playing now for a good month. But I was thinking, if you could manipulate the schedule, Kevin and Corey, how much would you want to be playing at Buffalo this week? If you could, if you could manipulate yes. the schedule and Get take Carolina yes. three, four weeks from now and Buffalo, playing Buffalo right now, how much better do you think the Cowboys – I would like that a lot better because I think, to your point, you stomp on Carolina anywhere along the way, and Buffalo is in turmoil, and I realize they're going to, like, 
all band together and step up, and maybe that's what happens, or maybe they're like, hey, we're 5-5, five and five. it's time for us to go away. Yeah, I would love to play a game at Buffalo Wild Wings this week instead. No, Buffalo Bills, oh, but okay. you're right. Well, how, we hold can do on. a pickup game Dude, outside. have you seen those tables over there are actually from an NBA court, I believe, or they look like what? they are at least. I was talking about it. Yeah, there's one right over there too. It looks cool. like a court, man. That's awesome. It's uh, Reunion Arena. Yeah, it might be. It I might just be. We'll, we'll see if we can figure that out. But, yeah, no, Mike, that would be a huge difference. To, to, to be on the road there rather than have this one right now for the weather purposes later down the road because I think that struggles in the cold, man. Well, the other thing that I was thinking about is I know that they're going to run the same offensive plays, the Buffalo Bills. They're not, they're not this week installing a brand-new offense. What they're doing is is they're saying, I'm sorry, who's, it's not Ken Dorsey now. Who's calling their plays? You uh, Joe Brady. Joe Brady. All right, so Joe Brady, here's the playbook. You can add a, wrink a wrinkle or two to, to the system. I'm not saying you can't do that, but I wonder how much better. It's 12-17, so December 17th is the Buffalo Bills game that the Cowboys play. How much better will four weeks from now the Bills understand what they're trying to accomplish with their new offensive I can coach see that. rather than what they've been doing with Ken Dorsey? So I'm just wondering – for Buffalo, what will they look like? Now, to your point, they might be out of the playoff picture by then. I'm not calling that right now, but they're not out of the playoff picture right now. Right. In a month, they very well could be. Yeah, and in a weird way, I know that they weren't rooting for this, but in a weird way, Joe Burrow might be missing the rest of the season or significant time. That does help out Buffalo's wild for card sure chances that for sure. a team like Cincinnati might not be competing the last two weeks of the season for a playoff spot. I still have questions about Joe Brady uh, because he was an assistant, an offensive assistant under Sean Payton in 2017. Then he goes to LSU, and they rocked. Their offense was amazing while he okay. was there. He spins that into, now I'm going to Carolina Panthers, I'm going to be their offensive coordinator and that was a big dud. Right. Like, that was a big dud for him. And I'm just kind of – Did he believe in Sam Darnold? Was he – am I wrong about the timeline? I don't know if he was the one that was like, okay. bring me the head of Sam Darnold or not, but he was there with Matt Rule <laughs> under that time, and they just weren't good. And so I, I still – I'm kind of iffy on Joe Brady because what he did in college was exceptional with LSU. They also had amazing talent on that team. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, the names go on and sure. on. And so they were doing some very special stuff. I'm very interested to see how much he deviates from what Dorsey put in place and how much they add. Now, looking at Buffalo real quick, this isn't a slam dunk on, man, I'd much rather play him this week. Listen to this schedule. They better win this week. They better win at home versus the Jets. Buffalo, yeah. That's not an easy game because They're favored of, by seven in that game. Right, because the Jets' offense yeah. is horrible, but their defense is solid. How about leading up into this Cowboys game? They go at Philadelphia by week at Kansas City, and then they host the Cowboys. Ooh. So their games before, Ooh. if they don't beat the Jets, they're looking at at Philadelphia and at Kansas City. If they lose five in a row because they lost at Cincinnati, then they lost at or they lost at home against Denver, they would be demoralized. You would be going to Buffalo with a team that's quitting the season, going, I can't believe this has gone so bad. Mass ch changes are going to happen. I guarantee you that if this happens, I'm just going to say this. If they lose at Philadelphia and at Kansas City, I think we're going to hear stories leading into December 17th that Stefan Diggs wants to play with his brother in Dallas. 
Cool. Yeah. Um, I like that. That's interesting, and I would wonder how the Cowboys would be able to swing that uh, because yeah, I, obviously CeeDee Lamb has taken on a huge, significant role right. here. Um, but but I, Cooks I is on a one-year deal. Yeah. Michael Gallup, I'm not saying he's easy to re- releasable. Yeah. I know you got to do stuff. And their depth but behind I just that think, stuff. I just think – Diggs made a lot of noise, not Trayvon, Stefan Diggs made a lot of noise in the offseason about not really being excited about the Buffalo Bills anymore. Speaking of, we do have a Trayvon Diggs icy white helmet to go along with peace this year. Uh, autographed Autograph? by Trayvon Love Diggs. It. So it'll be one of the okay. icy whites if you want to buy that. So anyways, awesome. if you look at this schedule, the Buffalo Bills, and you just looked at the Bengals yeah. earlier. The Bengals, we're thinking, are probably not going to make the playoffs. Their schedule's no And Buffalo either. does not have an easy schedule either. So they're in trouble. They still have at Philadelphia, at Kansas City, at the Chargers, at Miami, and home against Dallas. So they do have home against the Jets and home against the Patriots. I yeah. You would hope for wins for them if you're rooting for them. All right, my last thing. Um, I do think this. I don't know this. I've heard that the Rangers are very interested, so are a lot of other teams, in Yamamoto, the stud pitcher really? for, for Japan. I feel like this is the first time I've heard them link. Yeah, I just right. saw that he is interested in the West Coast. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, just to give Heyman. you an idea, uh, he's 24 years old, so he'll be 25 next year. And, look, you have to remember it is the Japanese League, which is a very good league, but it's not close to the major sure. leagues. He's 75 and 30 with a 1.72 ERA in his Japanese professional career. Uh, right-handed pitcher, but this is a person that we've been talking about. Corbin Burns, yep. Woodward, whether it's Blake Snell, whether it's Montgomery, keep an eye out on when Yamamoto kind of is making his decision. I do think the Rangers are going to try s- strongly to get him. I don't know if the Rangers get Otani if they would have the money to then pony up to go. I'm going to assume $30 million a year on Yamamoto on a long-term deal because he's only like 20. Like an eight-year yeah. deal or something, right? 30 for him or 50 for Shohei. And I think Shohei will be 45, but and it I, will be over over 12 years. And I've heard for Yamamoto it might be more like eight for 200, which is still yeah. that's a lot. Yeah, and you're that's committing a lot to a person a who's never thrown a yeah. pitch yeah. in Major League Baseball. That's a lot of money to yeah, commit. Yeah, plus I got a guy who can pitch and hit. That's, that's true. What I'm, that's what I'm willing to spend my money I, on. I have no clue if you got Otani first, if Yamamoto, if he would be more intrigued to play here with Oh, that is Shohei. an interesting I, question. I have no clue. It is a shout-out Friday right here on 105.3 The Fan from the 254. Shout-out to my son, Carson. It's his 13th birthday. Happy birthday to you. Thanks, Kevin, Corey, and Mike from Woody in Hillsboro. And happy birthday to Carson right there. And shout-out to you guys for being awesome for the 682. I'm happy I got to meet y'all last week in Fort Worth. I also want to shout out my son's football team that made it to the Super Bowl. Go Haltom City Junior Buffs. Love it right there from Tolo Joe. Coming up next, something everybody always loves. It's the C-Block starring Corey Majors. Let's chit-chat with uh, old Kyle Yeomans. Yo. DallasCowboys.com next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 